I would say if I'm the body and the mind, you are maybe the tail of the podcast. Um, what animals have tails? Like, not like you know how like you know there's mammals and there's fish. Oh, see broadly. Um, I just got a call from four eight zero number, which you know is a scam. If I don't uh, have your number, anyone's trying. Oh, I wouldn't even dream of it. People try to call me from Phoenix all the time with mm-hmm. uh the, like they'll have the first like the same three uh numbers yeah, we'll say seven nine one and then i'm like like you you think just because your number looks similar to mine i'm gonna go well i think people fall for it well because my be brother friend. and i my brother and i have the same three digits well yeah but you know your brother's phone number <laughs> yeah i know um they now they're starting to get the area code of tucson now i'm getting five two zero phone calls instead of six oh two like they're catching on you know and um the Tucson, other day Tucson's codes five two zero. Man, not very creative. I know they have do they have any idea how ugly that sounds? Okay, yeah, I know. It's kind of fitting, if you know what I'm saying. But um I got a oh, call. Wait, the other you didn't day. want to tell me my audio was all fucked up. My mic's not even plugged in. You sound fine. Anyways, um, I got a call. Um, I think it was a five two zero number. Like first like, month, I was out here and I picked up. Maybe it was a coach or something. And it was like we're pissed off at Kristen Cinema. And it was like an actual person. And they're like, but you call Kristen Cinema and uh, do you know tell her you're pissed off or whatever? Will you call Kristen Cinema on my behalf? Yeah. I was like, I mean, I guess you know, I didn't want to hang out. I was just curious where they're going. Then she's like, All right, I'll patch you in right now. I was like, Excuse me. <laughs> this is the office of Martha McSally. And then I hung up. I was like, I, I want nothing to do with this. But back to the tail thing. Um, mm-hmm. if you're the body and mind. So yeah, both mam- mammals, mammals. Describe mammals. Great to- uh, mammals are anything with fur, I believe, that give birth so to live. Well, technically, I think not all mammals give birth to live young. So we're mammals. Because a platypus, I think, is technically a mammal, but it has eggs. Remember the platypus from that one show on Nickelodeon? No. Uh, Remember their heads were like triangles? Talking about the angry beavers? No, no. it It was like two brothers. One had red hair. One had like green hair. They had a platypus for a friend. Um, nothing. um, I, called- I know very vaguely what you're talking about. I think it was a, uh, a Disney show. Might've been. It, it was right when we were, um, my cut, my, yeah. uh, my younger cousin, I remember watched it. So it's right well, when I, we were, he's 10 years younger than me. So I'm kind of wondering what I was about to say. Know what it is. That's what I was about to say. Cause we are graduating. We were graduating out of the Nickelodeon cartoon network era. And moving onward, I just remember mm. seeing glimpses of it. Me having a younger brother and Davis Campbell. It all makes sense, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but you can't be the mind. I thought I was the mind of the podcast. I thought you were the – you can be the, the, the body. That's fine. All right, well, if you're the mind, then I'm the wit. No, then I'm the wit and the body. Well, no, you're, you're the mind. And the mind. you are the person that comes up with your quote-unquote script. And I'm the wit, quote unquote script from the hip, and I, I tie everything together, and I edit it to make you sound smart. So you're saying you take things that I say out of the podcast, uh-huh, and I stitch them together it. in such a way that it appears that you're an expert. That I'm, <laughs> that I'm actually uh, speaking in full sentences. That's fine. Of, That's funny. You, you get rid of all the uh. Mm. 
Speaking of uh, uh yes, can we talk about freaking Jackman dude? No, I don't want to talk about him. I don't want to. Do, I'm trying really hard to be nice to him, so I don't want to disparage him. It's called constructive criticism, Austin. All I'm saying is we'll be better. I didn't like how he ended last night. That's all I'm going to say. He got mad at us, said he couldn't play anymore. It's all about facing adversity. Because you and yeah, I had to play for two games. Yeah, I know. And then he was really mean about it. He took it out on me. I, know, I didn't like learn, it. He needs to learn to be toxic to people not on our team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or that one time he was toxic to our own team. I know. And he was <laughs> trying to be mean to people on the other team. And he was shit talking people who could, like, he was just talking to our group chat. So, like, nobody uh-huh. on the other team could see it. He just looked like saying, You guys need but to he be was, better. Yeah. You guys suck. Fuck you. Or, like, uh huh. And our, our poor our poor other healer was like, what the hell? He's like, what did I do? What do you mean? And then he, yeah, and Austin's like, I don't have time to uh, respond. I know. He goes, hopefully he'll just understand that when I put it in the other chat that everyone can see. He'll know I didn't mean him. And I think that I think that poor guy went to bed, probably mm-hmm. hung himself this morning. That's You know this. That's blood this on podcast, Austin's this, hand. Yeah, this podcast took an absolute turn for the worse. A dark turn, if you will, uh, there, G. But um, yeah, well, no. Hey, we get to run it back. Actions tonight. have consequences. They do, and he better be there tonight. Because if he's not, I'll cry. My happy ass over to Phoenix, and I know he's got a, a ring, like the little doorbell thing that you can see. How old did I just sound? That that little wincy doorbell thing with the camera on it. I'm gonna hit the, the button. Do, the doodad. Uh huh. Yeah, and I'm like his little. Uh, what do old people call electronics? Uh, Gadgets. Gizmo. 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 <laughs> yeah, he's got the gizmo on the door. That's and funny. Hit it. And we're like, Austin. How old do you think you have to be to actually use the word gizmo? And ironically, because I have not. That's like a, that's like a steampunk dead. word. No, you're dead. Because yeah. think about it. Like everybody that's like super old now, I think is past the term gizmo. Like, did you? Are you? Are your grandparents still alive? Uh, no. Okay, neither are mine. Oh, but, for uh, four. Oh, for four as well. Okay, before they passed, um, did they know how to use cell phones or computers or the phone um, even? Drive a car because my, my grandma was. They pissed. knew how to use phones, I imagine, and they all, they both had computers. Um, I do like that you just you're Alex drinking a Modelo with his pinky up right now. Um, <laughs> I always drink with my pinky definitely up. know how to use computers. I mean, like I think if you gave them an iPhone, they'd probably be pretty pretty flustered. But I mean, yeah, no, I agree with that. I think my, I think my grandma, well, I, I had three, I had grandma, grandma, and grandpa. I would say uh, grandma, my mom's side, definitely knew how to use a phone, could barely drive a car, but I don't think she could use a smartphone. No way in hell. No. Uh, smartphone is kind of conceptually like too far like, uh, advanced. It's, too, it's connect, like, too connected to the internet for, I think, people that are like over 60 to like, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. not everybody, but people that didn't grow up with that kind of thing. It's like if someone really asked you and I to uh, operate the con gen or like a steamboat engine, we just couldn't do it. You put me in a room with a steamboat engine, that boat is not moving. <laughs> I know. Chance. I need not a fucking uh, chance. I need mine to have a, a Tesla battery in it, and then I got you. Mm-hmm. Steamboat engine, you, you put me in a room with, uh, like, you, I'm trying to think. think steamboat What's... engines really even, or steam engines even work? Steam. I know you just like you heat up water and then it builds up. Hey, pressure. how does steam power anything? I'm a, I've been in a steam. How I have always, I mean, I have done zero research, but I have always imagined that you heat up the water 
Mm-hmm. Okay. The water Let's turns into, into gas yeah, and the same. gas builds up enough pressure that it pushes things. So it's like that a sounds, container. And you then you lost. That sounds absolutely absurd if you think about it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it sounds insane. But how, how else do you get energy from steam? Okay. So, okay. Think about this steam room, right? Like, uh, like a gym. Let's see. We went in there. Like, uh, like, a, sh- like a Schwitz? Yeah. And, and we put like a block in there with the block start moving. Or now I just. I'm not even going to dignify that question with a response. <laughs> well think about it okay you're the one saying <laughs> what you said was just as stupid so i don't want to hear it no no well, you know what i, I i'm going to try to make this quick because i don't want the cold I, open to go for 25 minutes i have, have a master's week. degree sir you have a master's degree and something has absolutely nothing to do with steam engineering no a master's of legal studies if you will i'm the closest thing to a lawyer at south point catholic per dylan drace today at practice um well that's true gave me a big um, head you are such a fucking moron. Okay. The steam Thanks. engine uses that. force produced by steam pressure to push a piston back and forth inside. A piston. A piston. It uses I... pressure produced by steam, yeah, the heating to, of water. To push pistons up and down. You the were making that, it. The, sm- fact that, the fact that I read that, I read that, and you somehow tried to spin it like I did. I wasn't oh, no, 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 no. You, you next, said. Next, cue the intro music. Wow. We are back after the goddamn intro song. Aries is dropping an album tomorrow, by the way. I'm so damn excited. You know he was on ESPN? Which uh, sucks, because that makes me hate him kind of now. But uh, his I'm, one- the, I'm the hipster. Yeah, his one-punch song came up on um, – I was watching SportsCenter, and it was like a little uh, like college football you know, smash-up of all the best plays from Saturday, and they were playing the song. I was like, that's pretty tight. Uh, any, any way to get your name out there? It's kind of a sellout move because SportsCenter – not really Sports Center. I would say ESPN's kind of falling off a cliff, but mm-hmm. that's besides the point. G, are you happy that today is the first pod in our history with together no baseball? with no baseball? Baseball, baseball. Um, I'm ecstatic. I also love how um, baseball is spelled in Spanish: B E I S B O L, B O with the accent over it. Yes. You know what I was thinking the other day is why? Why do we call football? Football. Why do we call football soccer? Why is my question. Why don't I we don't know it? because soccer was around way before actual football. But everyone calls it football. Everybody in the world, but us. And it's played. Um, with your... Like yeah. if I go to if I go to let's say I go to Spain and I say I want to play football, they they just they know I'm talking about soccer, right? Yes. They don't say soccer. I'm saying they don't say soccer. They say football, and then they say American football, and they mm-hmm. talk about our sport. Why couldn't we just give our game something like Spiral Ball or Spiral Ball, Crash Bandicoot Ball, uh, or, or <laughs> p- p- Pigskin and Friends? I don't um, know. It's actually a good question because I, I mean, like, it's not like like football is not a Spanish word. It's a it's a like a Spanish cognate created out of the English word football. 
But I you lost me the word cognate. So that's on you. You lost like a all Spanish the equivalent. There you something go. They, something they took from English that wasn't a word. Mm-hmm. Like foot in not in Spanish is not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pied, I think, or that's what uh, Yeah, I don't like where this is going. Uh, My head is spinning. So how do you say well? How do you say foot in Spanish? Strictly an etymology podcast. How do you say foot in Spanish? Say foot in Spanish. I'm a, I'm assuming it's ped or pied. I know in French it's pied. So why is it not called pied ball? How do you say well, ball I mean, in Spanish? Ball is not uh, ball in Spanish. <laughs> you like I'm doing Spanglish now? What is ball in Spanish? I know the second I see it, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to, you know, believe we forgot it. No, I don't know about. I took a year and a half of high school Spanish, so I don't want to hear it. You on the uh, other hand, pelota, two... but. Ballo, bola, and ballon are also technically ball in Spanish. Yeah, I don't know if I like this. You're, my head's starting to spin all, in all the wrong ways, Garrett. That, it's tough, man. When in Rome, though, right, buddy? There's a, I looked up uh, ball in Spanish, and there's a, the, one of the Keyshawn Johnson, give me the damn ball books, uh, translated. It says, dame el ballon. <clears throat> So, you like how Keyshawn Johnson's on Sports Center now? Uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that like. I mean, obviously very he's good. The, he was the number one. Well, no, he's the number one pick, but then he had like two thousand yard seasons, and then just like somehow people still. I I mean, he's in media, so that's why people still know him. But like, he stuck around so long. He's the equivalent of like um, Jeremy Macklin. I like him more than Jay Macklin. I don't. Um, you ready to talk about our new sport that we haven't brought up until now, right? You excited? Uh, cricket? Um, no, what Moose and Friends was actually – the reason Moose and Friends exists is because of college basketball, and the season has started, Garrett. I know you're super excited. Um, uh, yeah, I saw Duke played Kentucky. Yeah, you see Duke has a Italian kid. We'll get to them. But um, no. Coach K, farewell, farewell tour, the guy – could he make it more about himself is the real question. Uh, um, I have no idea. He, yeah, so every stadium he goes to, he wants them to, like, give him something, like, whether it's, like, a plaque with, like, his wins against the teams he's playing or, like, part Wait, of the fucking hardwood. Yeah, he's, he's, he's making it all about himself. Like, he wants a piece of the hardwood or he so wants when a he banner. Goes on the, when he goes on the road, he goes, go ahead. Like, when they go to Chapel Hill right and here. play North Carolina, he might get a Coach K jersey in Carolina baby blue or like a Michael Jordan signed basketball. I don't know. He's going to get something. He's oh, going to get a lot of money's worth of stuff given to him, not him going to yeah. places and being like, here's my plaque. Hang it up. Oh, or taking shit out of the, out of the uh, gymnasium, like going mm-hmm. up and taking a banner down. Be like, I'm this taking is, this home this with is, me. This shit's mine. Uns- yeah. Unscrewing a, a, a seat unscrewing the, the front row. Yeah. Now that's funny. Taking the backboard with him after beating down, piss cutting out. down the nets after yeah. losing to North Carolina, uh-huh. beating the piss out of Georgia tech and going in, taking a couple of their players. I'm like, this is my gift. I'm going to take a couple transfer kids, but uh, no, on Tuesday, I posted my plays on Twitter, four and two, not too shabby, Garrett, not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started Tuesday off with dude. There was like 60 games on Tuesday. That's the best thing about college basketball is like three days a week. Saturday, Wednesday, and like Tuesday, there'll be like 60 games. So much to bet on. I only pick six games because it's so tough early in the year, especially, dude, they're doing like the COVID COVID year. Like if you were a senior last year, like a red shirt senior, 
and you were like 24, you can come back. Really? No, no harm, no so foul. It's like you went on a mission. Yeah, so there's a lot of players who like were legit last year, like 15-point scorers at like mid-majors, and they were like, you know what, I'll come back. Like Ryan Davis over at Vermont's like 29. Like, yeah, I'll come back for one more year. Or Brad Davison at Wisconsin. He's been a starter for five years now. I like you know, that. that's absurd. He's going to play like over 3,000 minutes. Um, but we started with an absolute dogfight of a game. Not really, but we started with an Alcorn State versus Washington State. That's another great thing about college basketball is because at the beginning of the year, you get matchups like Alcorn State playing Washington State, Mount St. Mary's against our alma mater, potential alma mater, Villanova. But like things uh, fell apart. Uh, Bob Jones University against Wofford. Just crazy shit like that. But that's besides the fact, I mean, a couple key notes from Tuesday opening night. Best night of the year, in my opinion. Um, you had Villanova kick the absolute dog piss out of North, the Northeast Conference winners from last season in Mount St. Mary's. Just shows you the difference between the Northeast and the Big East. You know, you got to pay attention to that kind of stuff. Mid-major versus Power Five. How good is the mid-major? Is it the MAC? Is it the WAC? Or is it the fucking Northeast? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, you had Cal used to lose to a uh, school that was a D2 a year ago. You see that? No. <clears throat> Your boys uh, – the Golden Bears lost. They're the Golden Bears, right? Yeah, they're not my boys, though. What's so golden about them? Because they're from California? Golden State. So, gold, yeah. There's no golden bears, right? That's not a thing, right? Petty grams. Like the food? Yeah, Nabisco. That's okay, fair enough. After. That's dumb. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they lose to UC San Diego. Their best player, Matt Bradley, transfers. I forget. He transferred to San Diego State, so he drove down south a little bit and went to a way better school. That's where Cassidy goes now, or she yeah. goes to San Diego. San Diego. Um, has she ran into Matt Bradley or any of the basketball players by any chance? Bye. Could she get him on the pod? I'm tell, her look no. for any, tell her to look for anyone over like 6'8", and just go up to him I'm and be like, hey, you want to go on Moose and Friends podcast? No, don't ask for the name. If you're six eight and you go to San Diego State, you damn better play basketball. Because I swear to God, you know she I has live, some. I live like eight minutes away from San Diego State. <clears throat> I know. That's why we're gonna get some of the best players on. Watch her go ask like a six eight person to get on the podcast, and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, no, I just I don't do sports. Never. Play. I was in band in high school. How tall were you in high school? Six eleven. I shrank. I like that. Yeah. So. First upset, UC, uh, California, 14.5-point favorites getting dog-locked by UC San Diego. Another one, Ohio State wins by one against Akron. Just for those that keep are keeping score at home, Ohio State, last two games in their program, one-point win against Akron, and they lost to Oral Roberts in the 215 matchup. Mind you, this year, they lost their backcourt. They lost C.J. Washington the sixth man that played a ton of minutes, good score, good assist, man. They lost Dwayne Washington Jr., their best score, in my opinion, outside of E.J. Liddell. And then they lost Musa, Musa Jalo, no relation to me. Um, not only does, is his first name Musa, and second, he looks way different than me. Um, no relation. I, I get that question a lot, but uh, I'm believe sure. it or not. Um, my dad was all excited when he went to Ohio State. He's like, you see this guy named Musa? I'm like, yeah. Like, it's pretty Smith. cool, huh? It's like the same thing. Yeah, it's like the first name. How is Musa first name? It's, mo- it's well, I mean, okay, well, you should know this because you told me that Musa is... It's like a mountain uh, somewhere. <clears throat> mountain range? A rock? I don't know. 
No, you know it's, it's Arabic for Moses, I think. There you go. Yeah, that, that's it. So that Moses right. is a first name. Yeah, but my whole thing with my family history and stuff like that is like, is I am who I am. Mm-hmm. No, I just, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Nothing I can really learn about myself. I like more like history, history, like learning about, you know, a world altering stuff that's happened. Me being named after the great Muhammad. Is that what you said? Or Moses? Sorry. Moses. <laughs> Same thing. Tomato, tomato. John. That would be hilarious if you were Alec Muhammad. Alec uh, Muhammad Salah. Muhammad. Oh, my uh, God. Muhammad Musa. I like um, that. But I will say this, dude. They barely beat Akron. Um, and Akron's without their best player from the year prior, that uh, Jackson Cat that scored like 22 points a game. Um, what's crazy about college basketball, too, is you like you see these overs at like 130, and then you got to realize – <clears throat> like college basketball so this that's the biggest it's such a stark difference from college basketball to the nba like you have over unders at 130 in college basketball and 220 mm. in the nba nfl it's like the same thing you know except you see 70s in college, like in college football. In co- yeah i was gonna say for football it's the reverse because you like the over under on that smu houston game was i'm sorry it was low on that one, but uh, I think it was remember like, uh, a North couple Carolina back? Virginia Tech. It was at eighty three this year. So well, sure. today tonight's a seventy three North Carolina Pittsburgh. I know. I kind of want to bet on that, but I also I, I know bet, we'll get. I'm betting like two three weeks. We'll get to it. The only reason I kind of want to bet on it is because we watched that Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh can score, but they can't stop shit. <laughs> and I that know. Van that Van Eichel or is that his name? What's the quarterback in Miami? Did we talk about him. Uh, Van Dyke. It kid can spin it, but so can same how. So by mm-hmm. default, you think over. But uh, let's keep. I think let's the keep... problem is well, never mind. We'll talk about that when we get. Yeah, there. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so yeah, Ohio State uh, fraud alert already. I don't know. I remember texting Jackson last year. I, I said this in one of the podcasts. This is the funniest shit. I uh, told him that Ohio State was frauds. I said, remember this. It was like February. I'm like, Ohio State won't win a playoff game or a March Madness game. And then I ended up picking him to go to like the final four in my bracket because I fell in love with them when they lost to Illinois in the Big Ten Championship. And then when they lost in the first round, Oral Roberts Jackson sent me that text message of me saying, Ohio State's a fraud, don't believe in them. So I did share that on Twitter to give myself a little bit of a street cred, but at the same time, you got to remember these things, even though it's week one. Let's see what else we got. G, um, you got, I'm just looking for games that have a little bit of, you know, something to them. Belmont. Belmont lost to Ohio. That might not sound big, but Belmont, in my opinion, is going to win the Ohio Valley this year. I thought they were going to win it last year. They lost to Moorhead State in the championship. Still a good team over at Moorhead State. Young. They brought back all their guys, but so did Belmont. They still got Grayson Murphy, the assist king, near triple-double triple at eight points, 10 rebounds, seven assists. He's got that kind of capability. They brought back Luke Smith, their sniper. Their shooting guard, and then of course their best player, Nick Mzinski, their center, their do-it-all guy, 30 minutes, 18 points. But they lost to Ohio, the same Ohio team that won a uh, March Madness game last year by upsetting Virginia in the 5-12 matchup. I want to say, or was it the 4-13 matchup? I think it was 4-13. Uh, they're without Justin Preston, their best point guard, in probably program history. Did you ever hear the story about Justin Preston? By the way, not a lot never, of people. I've never heard this name. So he's like a lamello ball look like this one makes no sense to me because like I read up on it and still it blows my mind. He was a point guard at some college. I, I don't know the state, but long story short, at some high school, he like got cut from varsity or he didn't get cut. Garrett, he didn't play. 
he played like two minutes a game on varsity as a senior. Like he mm-hmm. was just like on the team because he was a senior. And then like all of a sudden in the off season, he just got a lot bigger and stronger. And he like sent feelers out to schools. And eventually a Juco is like, you can come play here. So he walked on and now he's in the NBA. Like, how do you go from playing two minutes? A game? Talk about a late bloomer. If you're barely yeah. playing, now you're just dicing people up. So good for Ohio. You. That could be you. Yeah, I could be a late bloomer. I'm only Maybe 20. Maybe you just haven't. Uh, Anyways, um, as we move on. You're, yeah, you're, we'll, just, we'll just, yeah, it is him. We'll just say for your age, quote unquote, well above 20. Uh, you know, like uh, on Wikipedia is when you're looking at very old people that like find like world wars and stuff. Not world, not even like way and back. It says like born circa 1944. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or it has like, yeah, a range. Oh. I just disconnected. I can hear you. Yo, you can hear me? Yeah. That's all that's important, buddy. Um, anywho, you can still hear me? Give me a thumbs up if you can I hear would, me. I would back way up. That sound. That is you so want to back loud. up. Yeah. We've we've uh we've been so fortunate recently on like audio difficulties like not having any that i stopped doing the timing thing Uh, no it's all good we'll find it what happened was i was it's really hot in here so i was taking my sweatpants off if you must know yeah and i accidentally took my shorts off too so now i'm just sitting here in my boxers drinking a modella with uh go lancers are you telling me it was hot there and you had sweatpants and shorts on over your boxers yeah can i explain i don't think Um, you need to but yeah no, I'm going to explain because I feel like I have to. Um, what happened was, uh, so if, for those keeping track at home, which is nobody, um, unless me and my mom's listening, two days mm. ago, Ileana's like, It's I literally just our mom's listening. Yeah, uh, uh, Ileana's like, I need, to do an all, uh, I, did, I need to do an all-nighter. Right, I um, remember that. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll stay up with you. So I play Xbox with Garrett and Cam from like mm-hmm. 9.30 p.m. to about 12.30. Because, By the way. Because you're a good uh, man. By the way, I want the record to show. That was probably the most fun I've had playing Xbox in a while. The only reason Garrett says it wasn't was because he was getting his ass kicked in Vanguard. Even though I thought you played pretty well for what it's worth. I thought we had a fun time. I'm not really an FPS. I'm not good at FPSs. Um, Uh But me and Cam were going off. We were going bonkers. No, you were. When we switched to Overwatch, though, it was was very And we went 4-1 in Overwatch. Like, we were just winning all night. I know. Honestly, I'm sorry, Austin. I think we should just appear offline. Uh don't do that. You think we we'll went get this four? Right? We went four and zero oh yesterday. No, I don't think he will. We went four no, we and went oh four, yesterday. And, oh, we, yeah. and then we get Jackman, and we went zero oh and three. No, we went one and one. We won the first one. No, we went one and two. We won the first one, lost the next two, and then Austin oh. so goddamn toxic. Because remember, we won at Junker Town when he talked shit to our teammates. And then we lost. Um, I think Kings Row. We got the the thing shoved down our throat, uh-huh. and then it was at midpoint where he's like, "I'm over this. I'm going to Vanguard." Anywho, it's toxicity at its finest. But um, yeah. Anyways, I stayed up and then I watched Jumanji. So I was done at like two thirty, and then I watched Seinfeld till like three thirty. Uh, Ileana ended up. Uh, but anyways, that's not important. What happened was I didn't wake up till like eleven thirty. I was so damn tired. Um, and then we had practice today at seven thirty. It was cold outside, so that's why I was wearing shorts, sweats, a t-shirt, a long sleeve, and a hoodie. And then I kept it all on until right now when I turned the air up to 78. So there's your answer, Garrett. <sighs> back to college. Okay. It wasn't it was a good, good answer, right? Back to college basketball. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 I put a, I try to dress it up as a good answer. When in reality, there's so many holes you can poke into it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it really wasn't, and it was just a recap of your last couple of days. <laughs> and that's Pittsburgh. all. Pittsburgh. Yeah, so Pittsburgh basketball is in an, abs- an absolute disarray. If you remember last year, uh, Julian Champagne's brother, forget his first name, one of their best players, he transfers out. That Johnson cat played the forward. He transferred out. Everybody and their mother was transferring out. I uh, look at their roster right now. No noticeable names from last year because most of them transferred mid-season. You have to be really fucking up to have your best players go. You know what? I'm not even gonna finish the year. I'm gonna go somewhere else and just sit. Like I don't, I don't know. But they lost a. That's Citadel. a level of petty I can really admire. I, it really is too. Saying screw you, I'm not even gonna get you any more wins. I'm out, dude. They lost to Citadel. Not that Citadel is like a terrible team. Citadel is a military school. I don't know if you knew this. Um, is so, it? Yes, it is the Citadel. I'm pretty sure it is. Or I'm thinking of another school, but I'm 95% sure. I'll check. I feel like you're thinking of VMI. I am thinking of VMI. Yeah, Virginia Military. You know how insane it is that you bring up Citadel and somehow I know what you're talking about? Uh, Citadel Military School. No, I think it is VMI. Because VMI, I bet against them all the time. No, no, Citadel is. Citadel Citadel Military College of South Carolina. Okay, so you are right. Yeah, but so is VMI. Look at us, Garrett. This is why any, well, VMI wants- better be a military school. It's Virginia yeah. Military <laughs> I know, but remember shit from that one movie, South Harmon Institute of Technology. No, um, but what I'm getting at is if you want to listen for college basketball, we're your podcast. Because the fact that I knew Citadel was a military school and Garrett knew VMI was a college basketball school as well, pretty impressive. But dude, Pittsburgh mm-hmm. a lot of crossover them. knowledge. Pittsburgh got their lily asses kicked against Citadel, and they were only 10-point favorites against a team that's going to finish in the bottom half of the Southern Conference. So, like, dude, they're in the SoCon, which has good teams, Wofford, East Tennessee State. They're going to finish, like, six or seven. So that's a bad look for Pitt. Going down, going down. We, <clears throat> we had the two games of the night on ESPN, the first one being um, Kansas against uh, i'm trying to find it right now michigan state you see remy Barnes at kansas now you know who remy is right oh and oh i'm very very aware of remy Marn. yeah so remy Marn, um he uh couldn't couldn't get out of arizona state quicker he uh decided to go test the nba waters and in reality he was just behind the scenes getting the fuck out of uh tempe arizona he puts up 15 6 and 2 and you look at this team I'd like this Kansas team a lot. They got they got Remy Marn from Arizona State. They got Joseph Yusufu from Drake, who was one of the better players at Drake last year, which was a bubble team that ended up getting an at-large playing in the first four. They have um, Ogabaji still in the number 30, the guard that's been there for three years now, the sharpshooter. They got they got Christian Braun uh, or Christian Brown. Garrett, this guy's last name is Brown. It's spelled B-R-A-U-N. Think about that for a second. That's Braun. That's Braun. Um, that's brawn yeah I was, but it's brown i was i was gonna see like yeah like eva brown it's dumb i mean it's just it's the german way of spelling brown but i see what you're saying it's you dumb know? just say it's dumb make it's my day dumb. It's dumb. all right good it's quote unquote dumb as shit as coach cook would say uh-huh uh, Jeff Wilson, um, or Jalen Wilson, sorry, the number one forward, he's still suspended after getting a DUI. A tough scene, tough look. But what else are you going to do in Kansas, right? And then the other transfers being Jalen Coleman-Lance from Iowa State, the best player on a shitty Cyclones team last year. 
And then I didn't mean I was talking about two more players, Coleman Sands being one of the transfers and then David McCormick, the forward um, slash center for the Jayhawks, one of the better players. Michigan State, they weren't good last year. They went under 500. They lose some of their quote unquote better players in Rocket Watts and uh, Joshua Langford. You know, what's crazy is Joshua Langford went to school around the same time. I think he was a freshman when uh, Jeremy Langford was a senior. I just thought they were related, but they're not. Whatever happened to Romeo Langford? Why does that name sound so so familiar? Oh, the Indiana guard? He's still in the league. Yeah, he's still in the league. Yeah, Romeo Langford was like a top 10 prospect. And uh, I remember he signed with Indiana, and I was like, this guy's going to be the dude. And outside of hitting the clutch three, I think, against Creighton, some type of – some type of uh, big, uh, big Ten, Big East challenge. He really wasn't much, but uh, there's your answer. So I like this Kansas team a lot. The Michigan State team, like I said, they lose Rocket Watts, they lose Joshua Linkford, they lose a lot of their quote, like I said, quote unquote premier talent. And then you look outside of that, Joey Hauser can't cover damn near anybody on the defensive end. He's a good three point shooter, but it's an offensive, you know, threat. He's good, but does it outweigh his? outweigh his defensive deficiencies i don't know gabe brown another guy he's good not great i just think it's a lot of good not great players i don't think they got a lot better malik hall was okay um and then julius marvel is okay as well i think they're all okay players so i wasn't shocked by this one of my plays was kansas minus minus four so that was a hit and the other big game from one tuesday night sorry would be duke versus kentucky which garrett watched a little bit do you have anything to say about that game did you see anything cool? Um, okay, so I should clarify. I did not watch. I you saw. You glug gl- limbs. Uh, no, I just know that it happened because I was on Twitter that night. Okay, that's even funny. <laughs> you went from <laughs> I watched the game to I saw the game to I, I know it was it happened because it was on Twitter. I saw a clip of someone on uh, whoever was wearing white uh, hit like a little. Doubt of Duke. Uh, hit a little like face up uh, jumper from the the uh, elbow. Look like me. Look nothing like you. Well, I'm I'm okay. I'm assuming that was probably Apollo Ponchero, the uh, number two prospect in the ESPN class of 2021. Why are you shaking your head? I don't think it was an Italian guy. Uh, pronounce this name for me. I was listening to the game on mute. Hold it, hold it still. Is that a B B A N C H? Yeah, yeah. Paolo Boncaro. So I was right, Paolo Boncaro. Um, dude, he's a freak. He put up twenty-two and seven. Um, I was on Kentucky, so I'm gonna talk a little bit more about Kentucky. Oscar Tashiboy, the transfer from West Virginia, is an absolute phenom, Gary. He's gonna be big. Uh, he's gonna be um, SEC all this, all that. Seventeen points, nineteen rebounds, Garrett. This guy had. I get seven offensive rebounds. He's an absolute force down low, six foot, like 10, 270. Guys at bees. Kellen Grady hit some clutch threes when it mattered early in the first half. Um, and then um, that Wheeler cat, Severe Wheeler from Georgia, he was good as well. Another transfer to go with um, to Shibwe. The problem with the team wasn't only that sharpshooter CJ Frederick, the Iowa transfer, was out. Um, Garrett, they have a couple players from last year. Last year's team was not good, and they proved that they haven't got a whole much better. Uh, Freaking uh, Keon Brooks, 
he was okay, but he only played 17 minutes. Davion Mins, he was okay, but he didn't shoot well at all. Two for seven from the field. Obi Toppin's brother, did you know he goes to Kentucky? No. So he tra- he's been in like two schools. I think he was at Rhode Island, then he transferred, or he's in another school and he is transferred. He good? No, he's not. He's Garrett, this guy is not good. I watched Toppin play. He was an absolute disgrace. Four personal fouls. He was two for six from the field. He doesn't add a lot other than having the last name Toppin, which is probably his best quality. As crazy it's a, as it's that an sounds, okay quality to have, though. It is an okay Obi quality. Obi Toppin was so fucking good. But that's what I'm saying. Like his best quality was that Obi Toppin was at the game. That's that's honestly pretty cool, though, still. Yeah, but dude, you look at this. Well, actually, not if you're at Kentucky. No, it's not. But you go look at Duke. Duke wasn't – they missed the tournament too, and their quote-unquote best players of that night weren't the guys that returned. It was actually uh, Keels, Trevor Keels, and that Ponchero guy we talked about. They combined for 47 points, eight rebounds, two assists, and five steals. More importantly, only three turnovers. Those guys were amazing. Their freshmen stood out, and on Kentucky's end, Ty Ty Washington, three for 14 from the field, couldn't hit a three, turned the ball over. He didn't turn the ball over. That was Wheeler that turned it over seven times. You know, Ty Ty's from Arizona. He's a Phoenix boy. I didn't. What's, what high school? Let me look it up really quick. I think he went to a prep out here in Ty Ty Washington High School. But yeah, um, you know, Arizona prep athletes are not doing very well in the college ranks. First, Spencer Rattler, now this guy. He went to Cesar Chavez and then uh, Compass Press. Compass. I don't know what the second one is. Cesar Chavez has like the coolest campus ever. We should have went to Cesar. Um, Cesar Chavez is like one of those, I think it was in Levine, right? I think like, so. Kind of the South Mountain area. Yes, yes, um, yes. It's you. And I remember the coaching staff was like, because it was near South Mountain, they were like, be on your toe, <laughs> like acting like we were going to get killed. <laughs> like we go down there and it's oh, like, like Giovanna? No, 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 no. The freshman coaching staff. Okay. Um, like we go down there. It's a state-of-the-art facility. It was the nicest school I've ever been at. I, I, I've never been, but that sounds amazing, actually. Oh, my God. It's It honestly, like, imagine ASU, that was slightly, uh, slightly smaller with newer classrooms. Dude, there's a, a new school out here uh, in Vail. Uh, like, it's like a suburb of Tucson named Micah Mountain. And they have a thing called the Thunder. First off, they have a steakhouse that you can go to at lunch. This place is money, money, Garrett. Yeah, that's okay. what I said. Uh, they have their basketball gym is called the Thunderdome. You enter, you enter, and you give them kind of a hallway, and then that hallway has a trophy and case. Thunderstruck is playing. Yeah, no, that's they do. They play it every goddamn timeout. Oh really? I was completely yeah, like, joking. No, yeah, I'm like it's overplayed and outdone. It was annoying as shit. But some of these high schools, they look really the nice. worst. Honestly, I think the worst part about being in high school sports is hearing thunderstruck six times a week. Uh huh. Because they think it hypes you up, and I hate coaches that go, "Now this is music." Shut the fuck up. I know. Fuck ACDC. Um. Ooh. Well. Well, you like back in black. Um, I like what's the guitarist. I know, my my dad is punching air right now. The guitarist um, with the hat slash right. Dang. He's in Guns and Roses. Oh, I, I like hate, Guns I and hate, Roses. I hate Guns and Roses, honestly. Well, me and my dad went to Guns and Roses, and I remember it was when I was. You doing went that. to that? Yeah, it was like four thirty every practice. I'd be at Scottsdale for Coach Zig. 
I remember one time he was like, you want to go Guns N' Roses? And I knew my dad wanted to go really bad. And I was like, I don't mind them. So yeah, I'll come with. But I know I had practiced up for 30 in the morning. I was so dog fucking shit tired. I almost fell asleep during, uh, what's the Axel? Is that his name? The first guy? The I think one of I fell asleep during one of Axel. Axel's the only one with the last name Rose that I know, but I think he had a brother. What would our band be called? Because you play a guitar. I um, don't play anything at all, but I can figure something out. Uh, you Well, first of all, I've been trying I, to get you. Alec sort of knows how to play the keys. I'm uh, not bad at it. The problem is putting the two hands together. <laughs> yeah. And I've been trying to get Alec to be the synthesizer for our band. Um, and he just has absolutely zero fucking interest. The problem is Garrett gave me a banjo and I fucked up. I should have. When I go back to Phoenix, I'll get it. Happy? Someone actually asked me, Bennett asked me about, he's like, don't, don't you have a banjo? And I was like, oh, actually, Alec has it. And he's like, I'll make it Alec worth it. play? And I went, no, I'll make it mm, worth it. I'll make it worth it. Let's no. continue down our college basketball train. I'll make it fucking work. Happy? Um, uh-huh. Look, going down, any other the other games that I see of notice? Um, Cleveland State kept it close to BYU. The only reason I consider that a game of notice is Cleveland State's pretty damn good team out of the horizon, but it is the horizon. So me saying that of, is of notice is an absolute joke. Also, holy shit, the Pac-12 sucks. Not only did Cal lose at home in their opener against a former D2, D2 just two years ago, University of Washington lost to Northern Illinois on their home court. Northern Illinois has never, in my time, competed for a uh, – a MAC championship. Washington was a 19 point favorite. They lost outright. And Colorado was taken to overtime against Big Skies, Montana State. Don't Dude. tell me the Colorado coach's name. I'm going to try to remember it. Uh huh. Uh, it starts with a B, right? The last name. Uh huh. Uh, B, what's the second letter? Oh. What's the third? Why? Boil ball? It, it was tad, t- tad boil. Okay, there we go. I remember, I remember boil ball being a term in that thing I, I edited. Yeah. So um, when I wrote up my preview for the, the reason I didn't do a Pac-12 and Big East preview this time around was I wasn't coaching football at this time last year, and second and most importantly, those team things took forever. Um, there was it. They took forever to read. So I can't imagine yeah. how long it took to actually write. I did have a lot of fun with that. I'll probably do Pac-12 the rest of the way. Um, unfortunately, Pac- Honestly, our life's work should be getting the Pac-12 to fold as an athletic company. Yeah, I hate the Pac-12, Garrett. But I hate any, Anybody that's everybody that I talk to is like, oh, what about ASU? What about U of A? What about ASU? So I might as well. Uh, the Big East was way more fun to write about because that's a real basketball. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, like Miles Powell, dude, Sandro Mamut, dude. But yeah, the Pac-12 sucks is what I got out of the first day of college basketball. Other than that, everyone kicked the dog piss out of the teams they played. Except Virginia did lose a Navy, but that Virginia team, you look at it, they, no Kihei Clark, no, none of those sharpshooters they had. Oh, the, yes, there's Kihei Clark, but none of the sharpshooters they've had in years prior. Mm. We'll see what they can do. I'm not too worried about them, but I also – if I don't consider you a lock for the tournament, like I don't consider Virginia a lock for the tournament this year, I'm not going to, you know, cry over spilt milk. And then yesterday we had some good games. Michigan against Buffalo. Buffalo supposed to uh, compete for the MAC championship. Um, Hunter Dickinson, 27-6, 
27 points, six rebounds. Uh, Jawan Howard's kid is on the team as well. He played zero minutes, not shocker, but the, the, the freshmen, the two freshmen that they recruited the most, Caleb Houston, 11 points and six rebounds. And then um, the boy, uh, Musa Diabati, I'm probably butchering the shit out of that. Seven points, five rebounds, three assists, and three blocks. Good win for Michigan to keep opening up against MAC teams. But I mean, the long, the more beginning of the season, we'll see what those freshmen are all about. They still have guys like Eli Brooks in the starting five and uh, Brandon Johns, and uh, who was a six man last year. And then, of course, Hunter Dickinson. So they'll have some veteran presence as well as the freshmen who I need to see more, more from. Anything else of importance, Gary? I say not, except Mississippi State. That was my one play yesterday. You look at this team. They get DJ Jeffries from Tulsa transfer. Garrison Brooks, transfer from UNC. They got Shaquille Moore, a transfer from South Carolina, I believe. And then who didn't play was Rocket Watts, a transfer from Michigan State. It's probably the best team I've ever seen. It's a good name. It is a great name. Um, So I am watching them and also the ivy league Penn plays their first game in two years you know the ivy league didn't play last year right so imagine sitting straight up two years so you play in 2020 you just don't play in 2021 and now you're playing in 2021 2022 florida state decided to uh show them the 50 states to score 105 on them uh not of importance but i just want to say i think that's pretty cool that the ivy league is finally uh, getting back into it um other than that garrett that's pretty much all the things of notice Really nothing else. So I got nothing to add on college basketball. So it sounds good. You ready to flip to the worst sport in the world? Kyle, are you referring to college football? Because it is pretty goddamn bad right now. Yeah, because I go in a I'm I'm you really are right. Nobody wants to fucking win besides Georgia. So maybe Alabama. Here's where we were with Garrett. Like and me and me and him were talking earlier. And the problem is we've been sold on teams that just break our hearts. Whether it's Penn State who still could have made the final four without a doubt if they won out with their only loss being against Iowa because their quarterback got hurt. Instead, they decided to lose three straight. Then you, get Wake, then you get Wake Forest, who I put money on Hartman when the Heisman. Granted. I don't think last, that's dead. No, last week he threw for 405 scores and ran for two touchdowns. He had seven total touchdowns. His team put up 55. They are up 17. 17 in the fourth quarter and lose 55-58. And it's only that close because Wake Forest threw a garbage time touchdown. I mean, these teams that we expect to make a push into the final four aren't doing it. And Cincinnati, this is an AAC podcast. We said it last week. Cincinnati, uh, uh, who did they play? Tulsa almost they played. Yeah, they almost – Tulsa was almost in a position to go for two and tie that game. It was – Goal it was line stand. One. Goal line stand, was, yeah. It's embarrassing. Like all these teams, they don't want to win. Georgia keeps kicking the shit out of everybody. And outside of the Alabama loss to Texas A&M, which looks better and better because Texas A&M keeps winning and winning. It's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Like at the end of the day, is it just going to be the same, you know, two teams? It is every year. And then a sprinkle of Oklahoma or Ohio State. Like we're trying to see new blood and we're not getting it. And I think that's part of the issue, don't you think? To me, that's the issue. I want to see new blood and we're not getting it. Uh, new blood not coming anytime soon. They need, they would need to change how how the whole conference system works for their. Well, Cincinnati play. can still get in, Garrett. They can. Uh, Ohio State needs to lose, like to Michigan or Penn. 
Michigan and Michigan State, they need to lose to one of the two. Because you know they're not losing the Big Ten Championship because they're going to play Minnesota and they're going to beat them by 80. Uh-huh. Um, you said it's Michigan and Penn State. Wait, they play Michigan State, Michigan, and Penn State. The last they game. already played Penn State. They beat Penn State, but now they play Michigan That's and Michigan State. Um, which neither are. I don't see Michigan wins. State beating them. I see maybe Michigan playing them tight, but I don't see Michigan beating them. Well, okay. Right now, they're fourth in the college football playoffs, and they they have to go to Michigan. They do have to go to Michigan, and they have Purdue this week. The thing is. You look at their schedule. They haven't played anybody, and their one loss is to Oregon. But they played Penn State at home, and they get Purdue at home and Michigan State at home. So the three best teams on their schedule outside of Oregon's at home. We'll see. Michigan hasn't been able to beat Ohio State. Harbaugh's never beat them, right? I don't remember them ever. ever Imagine keeping a job after never being able to beat your rival. I know. Um, Harbaugh's been there since, what, 2013? Mm-hmm. You get it. Um, no, maybe a little bit later because Rich Rod was there for the Denard Robinson years. Yeah, and he went – yeah, because Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl in 2012. And, that and was then the Harbaugh year. did one – maybe 14 then. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at Oregon. Oregon still doesn't deserve to be three. They beat Washington by 10. Bad team. Sucks. They up 30 to Colorado. Washington almost, almost lost, lost to U of A. Which, if that's not the biggest red flag, I don't know what to tell you, but – Oregon does have to go to Utah. That's in two weeks, so we'll see. I personally want yeah. Oregon to lose, Garrett, because I don't think – They don't belong in the playoff. No, they get their asses kicked by any any of the top four teams. Dude, Garrett, Anthony Brown has 11 tutties and four picks and he's averaging almost under 200 yards a game passing. He's not good. He's not good. No. You know who is good is that running back, Travis Dye, though. Dear God. Dye is good, and C.J. Verdell is insane, too. CJ for that. Oh, the running back, right? Yeah, they have two yeah. good running backs. Um, dude, no, but dude, die is. I'm a big, 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 big Travis Die fan. But hey, you know what? You can't win without a quarterback. I stand by that. And then, um, not against Georgia, no. Yeah, but I mean, let's, let's just work down the schedule from week ten. Um, games of importance. If you want to pull up your cellular advice, I'm on uh, action. UNC Pitt tonight. Oh, it's awesome. gonna be fun. Yeah, but just looking at last week, though, action's fun. You and I haven't watched a minute of it because you and I, we, we just keep getting so damn disappointed with the college football landscape. And it's like, I know it is out. hilarious that you and I will be on Xbox as Maction's going on, just, just, uh, purposely choosing to play Overwatch. Well, dude, like Maction. this Pittsburgh game should be amazing, but they lost to Miami. Like if Pittsburgh was eight and one right now. I wouldn't do anything but watch this game in an hour and 20 minutes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if this was 7-1 Pittsburgh against a solid North Carolina team, I'd be locked in because Kenny Pickett would be on pace to win the Heisman, but they're just not that good. Um, but before we get ahead of ourselves, just looking at the week prior, SMU Memphis, I bet I bet SMU money line in a parlay boost. And, and they lost. Yeah, Tanner Mordecai decided to throw a pick in the last play of the game while driving. Uh, Seth Hennigan – this is okay. This is what I don't understand about these teams. Um, is why does it take a team to have a near losing record, Garrett, to start doing wild ass Madden shit? Like Memphis went for it on fourth and thirteen on one of their touchdown drives. They're like, yeah, it's too long for a field goal. We don't feel well, like punting. It's like a why do you throw. have to lose situation? That's what I'm saying. But why wouldn't SMU try some of that shit? Is all I'm getting at. Because they have something to lose. 
yeah, but if you think you're so damn good, just go go for it. I'm a big I, – I hate punting. Okay, I'll admit it. But I whatever. Like punting. Then, I think if it's fourth and five, sure, but fourth and 13, I'm never going to advocate for you to go for that unless it's an emergency. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, UCF, SMU, uh, tomorrow – I'm sorry, 9 a.m. on Saturday. SMU is a seven-point favorite. UCF six and three. I had no idea. I thought UCF was god awful this year after Gabriel. It's because we think we think they're god awful because when Dylan Gabriel got hurt against Louisville, they lost two of the next three. They lost the Navy and they lost. They got the shit kicked out of them against Cincinnati. But in Dylan Gabriel's absence, they beat Memphis. Look at the defense. Memphis without Hennigan though. Memphis only scored seven. Temple only scored seven. That defense is ridiculous. So there's they, an only, they only scored 14 against Yeah. Them, so, I mean, they're winning without them. Um, if I had to take a side there, I'm taking SMU because that's going to be the best offense they face. And Dylan Gabriel yeah, still. I really like SMU still, SMU even, even after the Houston thing. Um, but looking back at last week, we mentioned Wake Forest already. I'm so pissed off because I had the money line every which way with the spread, all of it. And they decided to blow it in the fourth quarter. I'm hurt. My Sam Hartman uh, Heisman stake takes a hit. We'll get on the Heisman here in a second. Holy shit, this is a bad class. I don't need to. I don't, I don't need to keep harping on that. Ohio State barely beat Nebraska, and this is what me and Garrett are getting at: is the whole point of these teams just don't want to get in. Nebraska's awful. Put up more than twenty six. Nebraska sucks. Uh, OU Baylor is that's going to be okay. You think it's? You think it is? I think OU's going to kick the shit out. I don't think Baylor's that good. No, I think here's my thing with Baylor. Here's my thing with Baylor. Their quarterback. Who he's you on. shit talk. Yeah, who you yeah, shit talk. Yeah, because the one time I bet on them, Jerry Bohannon decided to put up the game of the century in all the wrong ways. This guy was on fire. I bet on him against Oklahoma State. He went 14 for 29 for 178, no scores, no picks. Think about that for a second. Yeah. That's fucking awful. But when he's on Garrett, even against good defenses, he's doing a pretty damn good job. You see him against – he did okay – Against TCU, he's pretty awful against Texas. He did re- really well against West Virginia. It's what Jerry Bohannon's going to show up, but I think that place is going to be loud. But I think if Oklahoma's going to get tripped up, it's not this game. I agree. No. I don't think it's. I think it's going to be the Oklahoma State game. I agree, but I also think. No, I'm sorry. I don't think it's Oklahoma State. I think it's next week at Iowa State. I'm sorry versus <laughs> Iowa State. No, no, I'm taking because Bohannon hasn't showed it against good teams. And Spencer Sanders hasn't showed it, period, really. But he's better on, at home than he is away. And that, Sandy, that Oklahoma State defense is legit. And it's going to be absolute. You know that game's going to be bonkers, right? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So I, Baylor will be too, but I, I just – we'll see what happens. But I'm not, I'm not banking on Baylor to lose. I'm banking on Oklahoma to get tripped up uh, against Oklahoma State. It's still my going pick, through. Keep going. Hmm, my, pick of, my pick of the week. Michigan minus one and a half on the road at, Penn, at shitty Penn State. Yeah, but yeah, Penn State I mean, sucks. Sean Clifford looked good against Ohio State, though. I think Penn State sucks. I think they are. They can't very run. Michigan's defense is amazing. Penn State can't run. Penn State couldn't run against anybody. Noah Kane's averaging two point five a carry this year. Yeah, I know that was your boy too. You know what game? Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Garrett. You know what game we haven't talked about yet was last week's Michigan State Purdue game. Michigan State beats Michigan and then turns around and gets beat by the team that toppled all the best programs in the Big Ten. That is the Purdue Boilermakers, the same team that beat our arch nemesis, Iowa Hawkeyes. 
dude, how about Purdue? They beat Iowa. Purdue's they beat good. Michigan uh, State. They beat back, Ohio State a couple years back. What I want to know. They have the best receiver in the country. Is how Aiden McConnell or Aiden O'Connell has not been starting this whole thing. He's like their third string quarterback, and he is absolutely lighting it up. Oh, he's 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 the best quarterback. Uh, well, you wanted to go with Plummer, who hasn't thrown a pick yet. He's from Gilbert, uh, played mm. with Dawson Tanner, uh, seven tugs, no picks, and he's a good quarterback, highly touted. Um, O'Connell's a transfer, no, or did he start the year prior and switch off with Jack? Because I know I've heard of the name before. Um, he's a good player, and he. Had probably Garrett. I, I don't thought want to, O'Connell was a freshman, but I could be wrong. I don't want to jump ahead of it, but that's one of the best games I've ever seen from a quarterback. <laughs> 40 for 54 for 544 scores and no picks. Um, also, um, I say David Bell is the best player in the country, a uh, best receiver in the country. It might sound crazy, but Rondell Moore is the same dude who lit up Ohio State. And he's a pretty damn good player, and he was a first-round draft pick. And then you look at – David Bell, 11 for 217 in a score against Michigan State, and then 11 and 240 against Iowa. Garrett, against two top five teams, he Iowa has 22 doesn't catches. count as a top five team. Okay, but Michigan State does. 11 okay. for 217 in a score. This guy shows out on the biggest stage. He is absolutely unreal. I'm buying all the David Bell stock. I'm just going to say okay. that right now. And if I'm Michigan State, how the fuck do you give up 40? You shouldn't have won the Michigan game. You really shouldn't have. You had to come back and no. take down three scores because Michigan pissed down their leg by putting in J.J. McCarthy to run the read option where he fumbled. And Kenneth Walker, still a great game, 23 for 146 on a score. Um, unfortunately, you know, Peyton Thorne was good, not great. Really, it comes down to the defense, how you give up 500 yards of passing and a 200 to one receiver. That's on you. But what did we say? Teams just don't want to fucking win. So Cincinnati had a golden, golden opportunity to, to uh, make some noise. And like we said, they could barely hang on and beat Tulsa 28 to 20. They scored the first 14 points of the game. And then they went scoreless in the second quarter, let Tulsa score 13 unanswered before Cincinnati came out and scored two touchdowns near immediately in the third quarter. And what did they do? Scoreless the rest of the way. They're not playing like they want to get in. Like we said, there's a lot of opportunity for them to still get in if they go undefeated, especially if Ohio State loses and Oklahoma loses or Oregon loses. They will get in, I would hope. But you got to have better wins than that. Yeah. That's all. Um, Texas A&M beat Auburn. That's good for Alabama's sake. We mentioned Texas that A&M kicked the shit out of Auburn. Yeah, we uh, remember we always talk about there's two um, there's two Bo Nixes that will show up. There's the good Bo Nix that looks like Johnny Manziel and the bad Bo Nix. You know which one we saw. So you can just look at the score and you know which one you saw. Baylor lost to TCU. That's only because Jackman bet on Baylor. So I'm sorry to the Baylor faithful, but mm -hmm. his name is uh, Austin Jackman. He lives in Phoenix. You can just hit him up. Um, Bama survives a scare against LSU, Garrett. Do you chalk that up? It's just a rivalry game. You know how those things are. Ed Ogeron probably yeah. riled up the troops. Or do you chalk it up to Alabama's just not that good? I chalk it up as a rivalry game. So do I. Those are the type of games where I go, unless the other team's completely inferior, which happens like ASU, U of A in football, like when they won 70 to six, where it's just the other team has no chance at the start, then, you know, I don't, that is what it is. But we're, I'm not going to act like LSU is a bad team. They're not great. Yeah. They're going to make a, you know, they're four and five. They should win out. Um, they, they got Arkansas at home, then they got Louisiana and Monroe, and there's just six wins. Well, the so biggest biggest thing about that game, that's the best LSU's uh, rush defense has played all year. 
Yeah, dude. LSU, dude. They went from like a defensive. They held Alabama to six rushing yards. I know. It's just crazy because they also gave up 42 to Florida. They gave up 42 to Kentucky, 24 to Auburn. Like, they've been getting shit on all year. 38 to UCLA. I 100% agree. Let's not act like Brian Robinson ain't a stud. So, yeah. I'm going to try a rivalry game as well. Um, Fresno State shows a frost again, losing as a ranked team to Boise State. Oregon wins by 10. Defense looks good. But Anthony Brown, I mean, it's not enough I can say about Anthony Brown that I haven't said already to this point where he's not going to win you a football game. 10 for no. 20 for 98 yards of scoring a pick. Travis died 28 for 211 in the score. I've been on the game, so that's why I watched so much. The guy's a beast. And outside of that, honestly, Garrett, unless you see a game, I have no, no other games to talk about. Unless you got something. Um, our boys at Houston uh, were involved in an absolute uh, – It was a shootout. Clayton Toon went off, and McCaskill, yeah, I... who I've been gushing about all year, had three scores on the ground and 125. So Now that we're working in a week 11 – I wanted to see if Houston was ranked in the top 25 for the playoff and they still have them outside. You find that ludicrous. I'm going to name teams. You tell me if Houston's better. Okay. Okay. Is Houston better than Utah? Yes. At home. Yeah. Is Houston better than Arkansas? Similar. Is Houston better than San Diego State? Yes. I agree. I'm actually on the same. I think they're better than Utah, barely. I think they're definitely better than San Diego State. I don't think they're better than Arkansas. UTSA is undefeated, so I'm not going to say anything. Is Houston better than Iowa? I'll say yes. I think they're about similar. Long story short, they're better than San Diego State. They're better than Utah, so put them in. I don't know how they're not in yet, but they should win. I'm going to see who they play this week here in a second. They will go Houston up. Houston is ranked. They're ranked in the AP pool. They're not ranked in the playoff. Oh. Which is uh, – they're like top 20 in the, the play pool. The playoff poll is, complete, is completely irrelevant to me. Yeah, because it's 12 it's not based in reality. jurors that have – biases biases towards certain conferences and teams it's like if you and i did them it's the same thing we'd have iowa outside the top 25 and we'd have four sec teams on the top five it's complete bullshit there needs to be a computer of some sort um but we head into this week garrett the standings do you agree with uh one georgia two alabama three oregon and four ohio state no it should be georgia bama cincy osu I'm sorry, Cincy, OU, OSU. Oh, so you, you would have Ohio State on the outside looking in? Yes. Because, okay. I mean, the lot, dude, Oregon has no business. The fact that Oregon's getting this kind of respect makes me so fucking mad. I, I hundred, it, It'd be different good. if they beat Ohio State, lost to Stanford. They have a good record. That's about it. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you would have lost to Stanford, at, in Stanford, I get it. And you beat Ohio State, but if you beat the piss out of everybody else in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. One by one score against Fresno State, by the same score against shitty Stanford, by seven against Cal, by three against UCLA. And how much did they give Colorado, up to U of A? And Colorado gave up nineteen to U of A, twenty-nine to Colorado, and they. That's, beat like, you might as well give up 10. That's what I'm I saying. I agree. So I agree. 
I agree with your top four. 19 really against U-, U of A is equivalent to 155 against Alabama. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> no, but my top four is Georgia, Alabama, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma. I'm the same. I'm the same top four, and I can make Georgia undefeated. Alabama's one loss against an AM team that keeps on winning. Number three, Cincinnati undefeated. Only loss in two years is Georgia at the buzzer uh, a year prior. And then number four, Oklahoma. I probably wouldn't have them in there, except that once uh, homeboy Caleb Williams took over, they, they come They've back and really good. Texas, yeah. And then they beat the shit out of TCU and they beat the shit out of Texas Tech. They had a close win against Kansas, but in reality, they still won. But by I think they I think they showed resolve against Kansas. Yeah, and dude. Like you, you, you take, you put uh, Spencer Rattler out and put Caleb Williams in, they've scored 53 times. You put Spencer Rattler in, they scored 50 once, and that's against Western Carolina. That shit don't count. So, yeah, I agree. And then on the outside looking in, I have Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. I still have all three. Michigan lost to a ranked team, so I think they have a better opportunity, and so did Ohio State. I say Michigan State's kind of on the back burner. And then Notre Dame, mm-hmm. hopefully they lost to Cincinnati, and that's it. Like, I don't know. I don't think they're that good, but whatever. You you want to look you forward have to Ohio week. State. I have a. I would say I would have a Michigan at five. I would have Ohio State at six because their loss, in my opinion, is worse than Michigan's loss. I think Michigan losing to Michigan State at Michigan State is a better loss than Ohio State losing at home to Oregon. Do you agree? I I'm just not an Oregon believer. You lose at home to a Pac-12 team, I'm not buying it. Michigan lost on the road. At Michigan State at a packed house, in a game that they were winning, they blew that. Ohio State never led against Michigan State. Ohio Oregon State, State never Ohio led State against lost Oregon. at home. Yes, to Oregon when they never oh. led. Michigan Michigan led against Michigan State at Michigan State for the majority of that game. They got up early. They scored ten, and then Michigan State scored so ten seven, then thirteen seven, then they were down fourteen thirteen. And they were up 21-14, uh, and then up 24-14, and then the kicker, 31-14. They were up 31-14, Garrett, and they ended up losing 33-37. Ohio State was never up against uh, True. those shitbacks at Oregon. So that's why but I have also it. Also, you can kind of think of it, though, like who would win if Michigan and Ohio State played right now at a neutral field? I think that's We're going to find out in two weeks. So. I think Ohio State wins by double digits. Yeah, because we keep talking about C.J. Stroud and that passing attack, but until it happens – True. I mean, okay. They, they weren't good last week. They barely beat Nebraska right. and they barely beat Penn State. So all I'm getting at is nobody fucking wants to win. And I mean, we're going to look ahead right now to week yeah. 11. And we talked about Pittsburgh, North Carolina. We might take the over just for fucking kicks and gigs. Cincinnati better kick the donk shit out of USF tomorrow. Yeah. If they don't, uh, I think I might take them out of my top four. They go, no, they have to cover that spread. It's got to be a convincing win. They Houston, have to absolutely maul somebody. Houston the fact that they over, didn't last week is, is concerning. Yeah. And they had all the opportunity in the world to do it. And Cincinnati, yeah. um, Houston just beat South Florida 54-45. You think Cincinnati has a better offense, so put up 60. And you think they have a better defense. Give up I think 20. Cincy 61. has a, a similar offense, but a thousand yeah, yeah. times better defense. Yeah, no. Yeah, I feel like I got ahead of myself. You're completely right. And then um, if we look at Saturday, we have the Oklahoma-Baylor game. We talked about it. I don't think this is the game he's gonna, they're going to get tripped up on. You agree? I think they win. I think they uh, win. Probably I five and a half? I probably think so, too. I agree. Do um, okay. you think the Dan Mullen era is over at Florida? Yeah. Did you hear what he said about recruiting? No. 
Kirby Smart, they had a um, soundbite. He's like, yeah, um, every minute of recruiting is super important throughout all 365 days in the season. Like, they never stop recruiting. And then they ask uh, Dan Mullen the same question. He's like, we'll talk about recruiting in the offseason. I don't talk about it in the season. It's like, oh, okay. So I everyone fucking hates you. Um, so, I, yeah, I hate Dan Mullen. Fire him. I agree. You know, you want to start a campaign? People who don't even live in Florida and are not Florida fans. Why don't they hire you and I? Um, we could do a good job. I, I think know, for political TBH. reasons they wouldn't hire us. Yeah, but you tell me you can't go into a living room with a seventeen-year-old and his parents convince him to come to Florida. I know you could. You Just know how easy that is. Uh huh. You know you have to start chewing tobacco, right? Drinking Monster Energy. Yep. And talk about um, the swamp. We'll be playing at the swamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan, I like that. Okay, I know, John. Uh, Michigan in a must win. I actually like that a lot because if you're Michigan, you got to think you, I mean, you have to win this game. You lose this game, you're not making the playoff. You win this game and you beat Ohio State, you're in, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with that. I think uh, fuck Penn State to death. I'm done with them. Yeah, I'm not happy with them either. They, they did you and I dirty throughout the years. Someone's calling Eliana. It is. Telemarketer, you don't want to pick that up. Um, like that. Uh, let's let's move down there because we're we're pretty we're a good chunk into the podcast right now. Oh, uh, we're almost done. This is the last five minutes. Uh, Clemson, UConn, one. Of the I saw highest, that. Oh, yep. actually, I was going to say one of the highest spreads I've ever seen on here, and then I looked three down, and Alabama's plus minus fifty one against New Mexico State. Uh, you think Clemson covers? I'm sorry, UConn covers. We're talking. Clemson shouldn't be a forty-one point favorite against anybody. That's what I was going to get at because I don't know if they can score forty-one points on air. I don't (laughs) think they can. DJ DJ Lele is capped to twenty-two points uh, on air against anyone. uh, If there's anybody um, can score forty-one points against as a UConn, though, Um, I will say this: looking down, um, I'll let you go next if you see something. But Ohio State Purdue, you can uh never be too confident against those Boilermakers. I know both their wins are at home in the Purdue Superdome, but I'm just saying, man, just saying. Uh, yes. Uh, the Miami-Florida State game's on this week, which could be semi-interesting. I think Florida State kind of sucks, though. Yeah, that's uh, the thing I was talking about with U of ASU. I think this is the point where you just jump on Miami because of the. I just don't think Florida can aim. I well, there's. I feel like it's a different situation because both of those schools get insane recruits, and U of A gets oh nobody God. while ASU recruits out the ass every year. Uh, 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 U of A gets the backup uh, left tackle at Shap. Yeah, A uh, and mm-hmm. Ole Miss is going down. I'm off the Ole Miss train, so I think A and M probably wins. I couldn't be more off the Ole Miss train. I think A and M wins as well, actually. Yeah. Um. It's a one man show. It's a fucking one man show. NC, 16 NC State and 12 Wake Forest play. That'll be fun to watch. I think Wake Forest will bounce back heavy. I think they win. I think they win think, that game. And Notre Dame, don't see shootout Notre Dame. last year. Yeah. Oh, Wake Forest can't fucking stop anybody, Garrett. They have 58 to North Carolina and 70 almost to Army. They can't stop anybody. Just take the over in all their games because Sam Hartman's going to throw for tutties. No one's questioning oh, that. Yeah. Notre Dame, minus five and a half against Virginia. The NCAA passing leader in yards on the team for Virginia, that's going to be Brennan Armstrong. But before you place that bet, just know Make that sure Brennan Armstrong playing. is a game-time decision per the Roto-Wire 34 minutes ago. 
Um, undisclosed issue, but if you watch the game, it was a rib injury. Um, so we'll see what he does. Um, just pay attention to that before you make yeah. a bet. I think if he doesn't play, jump all over Notre Dame. Um, that... Oklahoma State isn't a must-win. Uh, besides that, though, Oregon. Don't... Garrett, 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 Garrett. This is why Oregon should not be in the top fucking five. 14 against Washington State. Yeah, if you're a legit top five team, you should be a 28-point favorite against one of the worst teams in your own conference. That's like Alabama being a 14-point favorite over Vanderbilt. Not Vanderbilt. I think it's like being a 14-point favorite over Mississippi State. But you thought that was funny, right? Yeah. Vanderbilt's (laughs) U of A. Good man. You get it. You went to school. Um, I think that uh, concludes the podcast this week. I think we got a lot of college football in there, a lot of college basketball. We're college people. We talk about kids our age. You know, we're still youth. Youth. Uh, hello, youth. fellow fellow children, fellow teenagers. Um, next the, week we will have Uh huh. Exactly. Next week we will, we will have another guest on. Um, we wanted to have Quinn Caruso on, but Garrett is mean. So I'll see if we can I'm get not, him on. I'm not having Quinn peddle his bullshit conspiracy theories on here. Yeah, but but we can we can we can challenge him. No, I have no idea, no interest in giving him a platform. I don't like that at all. I told him we'd give him the week alone platform. Well, sorry. Well, we'll find, talk about it. Find, it, find a new, find a new producer. Don't do that. Don't fuck. Are you giving me an ultimatum? <laughs> ultimatum, <laughs> the whole tomato, or none of the tomato? Uh-huh. Well, on uh, that note, buddy, we'll I thought this out. podcast went went smashing well. Um, you want to mm-hmm. hang out later, virtually? Uh, yeah, of course. Obviously, we'll play some Overwatch later. Um, if anyone listening to this uh, plays Overwatch, <laughs> maybe you could be our sixth. Uh, join us on X Joey X Chestnut without the T X. So there's three X's. Um, and Garrett's name, you can just don't worry about it. You find yeah. us on Xbox. Yeah, I don't think they want. I think if we put my my Xbox name out there, uh, I don't think we can market this to kids anymore. So we're playing tonight, but um, this pod won't be out till tomorrow. So, uh, but if you want to play with us tonight, just join us. All right, hey, thank see. you very much. Right, Love we'll you guys. You. Love, Love you guys. Love.